Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to check in with Atlanta United and Atlanta Hawks broadcaster Mike Conti. Slides it forward, a shot, score! Brought to you by Lindy and the Empower Home Team. Hello, Mike. What up, Mike? It's Happy good to Friday. see you guys in person. You know, usually, uh, like the last two months, we've had all these weekend road games. So I'm usually doing this segment from, like, the parking lot of the Wendy's in Heapville. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> no, that, I know. That, like, Randy has his code. That's my code because they don't really feed us on the team charter. They don't? So I, no. So <laughs> I, have to, I have to load up at Wendy's in Heapville. It's become like my spot now on Friday <laughs> afternoons. Um, and I look, I, I, it's a good Wendy's, by the way. Just I feel like I'm it. I'm going to be wrong about this because you're very busy and you have a million things going on. But there's no game this weekend, so do you actually have a weekend off? Can you kinda? believe that? Yeah, wow. it's like summer vacation. Uh, yeah, no, I have a weekend, and this is the crazy thing. I have a weekend off this weekend, and then I have another weekend off and two weekends because it'll be international break. We were supposed to be in Los Angeles right now. LAFC, that match was supposed to be played tomorrow. Right. But LAFC is in Champions League. They're playing Lyon. Oh, And the second leg of that final is Sunday. Uh So Major League Soccer agreed to move the Atlanta United-LAFC game to the following Wednesday, which is a huge, huge break for Atlanta United. Because LAFC is not going to be playing anyone against Atlanta United next Wednesday. They're going to be playing Academy kids. Because they're all in right now and trying to win the Champions League. And if they win it, they're going to be hungover. Right. And if they lose it, they're going to be miserable. Right. But either way, their starters like Vela and uh, Bowanga, like they're almost certainly not going to play against Atlanta United. So it is a huge Great. scheduling break for the team. It is absolutely a horrible break if you bought tickets to L.A. Right. Uh, expecting to take a trip this weekend with Atlanta United. So that's the downside. Mike, what are we going to do about this defense, Mike? I mean, oh, boy, I, mean I don't know. Because we love them. We love we love Goose, but it's just the first goal he gave up. I mean, that was just inexcusable. It was, it was. But it's not just him though, Mike. What, no, what is, well, what, what the is, first goal is a good example. Yeah, because Miles Robinson fires a back pass at him that was very sloppy, as right. Jason said. Brad's got to make a play now. What Brad should have done is just put it in the stands mm-hmm. or knock it out for a corner. Um, he didn't, and he gave it right to Carlos Heel, and Heel scored. So that's on Brad. But Brad was put into the bad spot right. by Miles. You know, the stat that I tweeted after the match on Wednesday, teams are converting 48% of all the shots they're taking against Atlanta United this year. That is a very, very alarming stat, okay? Uh, no team in the league 
is shot stopping at less than 62%. And that includes some really bad teams like Miami, LA Galaxy, like really lousy teams. Shot stopping at 62% or better. The only team below 62% is Atlanta United, and they're 10 full percentage points below that. But it's not just on the goalkeeping, and I think that's really important. Right. You know, if Brad, Brad did not have a good game on Wednesday, okay? Like, I'll fully admit that. Uh, but when you look at the totality of Brad and Westberg and Diop and what they've had to do this year, I think that shot converting percentage in large part has to do with just all of the juicy yep. opportunities that, that Atlanta United is conceding right now. The second New England goal scored by, um, uh, who was it, uh, Bobby Wood on, on Wednesday. Like, man, like that's that's not the level of marking that you should be seeing a professional side deploying. I mean, it's just a total fundamental breakdown from the entry all the way in. Third goal, you know, a little unlucky because Parata, you know, you got to try to clear that into the midfield, not clear it right back to, to heel. But Brad's got to make a better save. It's, just, it's been happening all year. A lot of it's pinball soccer where you're just not clearing your 18. Um, the the one thing I'll say about Atlanta United this year, guys, is they've actually been really good defending set pieces. They're not giving up a lot of goals on corners. So maybe they just need to start conceding corners. Right. You know, <laughs> and start of, instead of, you know, this kind of fire wagon scramble defending where they're unable to clear their 18, like just – Maybe Franco Barra needs to step up and drill it into the 20th row and set up to defend a corner because they've done a good job at that. Very, very frustrating. Very, very frustrating to score three goals and not win a match. Yes. And you've done come a back to Especially down yeah. 2 0 and come back yeah. and take the lead. Like, uh, yeah, right. right. Like, uh, Miguel Barry hits a worldie, and, and you think you're going to win, and you don't. Uh, very, very frustrating. The team was frustrated. But, strangely, they're not losses. They're unbeaten in their <laughs> right. last four. I mean, that, that's the weird thing. They're still right. top five of the East. So um, I guess it's not as bad as it feels, but boy, Randy's right. Like, you just got to figure this out. And I don't know what more you can really do because I don't think you're going to change the personnel. Right. That That's sort of the million-dollar question is, okay, is it just, like, do better? Because sometimes that is as simple as that. Well, I mean, is, like, is there a personnel change? I know a lot of people <sighs> point to the keeper, but – like you mentioned, the other guys have been dealing with this. It's not Brad hasn't been keeping well, every single game. And Brad also has the highest save percentage of the three keepers on your team right now. It's Brad Guzan's so net for the rest of the year right. unless he gets hurt. Right. Like the Atlanta United's not making a move in the summer for a goalkeeper, I don't think. Uh, Miles Robinson still having a pretty good year. Uh, Parata, I think, has had a pretty good year. I don't put this on the center backs. Then you look at, you know, your next kind of phase outside with Hernandez and Lennon and Gutman and, and Wiley. I think those guys are, are so important for you going forward that you don't necessarily want to make a change there. Then you look at your holding midfield. I think Abara has been excellent. I think Sosa, I mean, he hasn't started a whole lot when given opportunities and when healthy, he's been okay. I don't think you're making a move in the summer for a holding midfielder, so... No, th- I mean, this is it. I think this is your group right now. The only thing you could potentially do is go to five in the back, but I don't think Atlanta United wants to play that way. It takes away the attack, right? Yeah, I, I, and I, I just I don't think they want to play that way. They want to dominate possession, be on the front foot and attack, and, and look, to be fair, I'll wind back the clock to 2019 when Frank DeBoer was coaching and all these fans were talking about just how awful these 1-0 wins were. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're kind of getting your wish now. <laughs> yeah. You're getting these high-scoring well, games. Goals. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but I don't think there's an obvious answer. I think if there was, they would have tried it by now. I do think there is one personnel change Atlanta United could make that would be very helpful right now. That would be to start Tyler Wolf at left wing until you get Caleb Wiley back from the U-20 World Cup. I just I think Derek Etienne, unfortunately, has not made the most of his opportunities. Wolf has been boiling hot both in Next Pro and in MLS when he's had a chance to play with the first team. That's one change he can make, but it's not going to make you any better defensively. Interesting. Frank Vogel. Yeah. Sorry. Everyone's we're, looking we're at their phones. News. Yeah. Do we have breaking news? Yeah. 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 We were going to switch what, gears what, what and talk got? NBA anyway. What do we got? Um, according to Woj, the uh, Suns are planning to hire Frank Vogel wow. as their I, next head coach. Not Mike Budenholzer. Yes, that, that's shocking. There, huh? I, I mean, Bud, who was from Phoenix. Oh, yeah. he is. And his family still lives in Scottsdale. I thought for sure Bud was getting that job. That's wild. So what do you think Bud does for a year? Because he doesn't have radio? Let the, let the Milwaukee Bucks pay him. And yeah, just hang out. Yeah, just hang out. Drink some play wine. Play golf. I don't <laughs> know. Um, well, I mean, are there still openings? Let, let's think uh, about this off the top of our heads open. right now. Toronto, Toronto would still be open. Yeah. And that's not a bad no. gig at all. Um, I haven't really heard Bud's name really linked to that. Mm-mm. I thought it was interesting. Did you guys watch the Adam Silver press conference yes. last night? Yes. And someone asked, I think it was David Aldridge. Asked him a really good question. Like, are you concerned about all of these head coaches who have had a, a ton of success just right. getting fired left and right because they're crashing out of the playoffs of the first or second round? Round, and I thought Silver's answer was fascinating. He said, "Well, I empathize with them, but in reality, this isn't unusual. It feels unusual to me, but perhaps he has some historical data to indicate that he is correct." And I think this is a trend that we're seeing across all sports, not the NBA, over the last couple of years. It really is becoming a one or two years and you're out type of situation. Coach Bud's a good coach. He is. Whoever hires him is going to get a good coach. And if no one hires him, you're going to have a really good coach available uh, come next summer. Because it's going to be like six more jobs, probably. Of course. Yeah, yeah at least, maybe more. Uh, Travis Schlank now in Washington. I mean, keep an eye on that now. Do, does... Uh, does Schlenk, uh, I don't, they, they did not work together very much here in Atlanta. I don't know what uh, that relationship yeah. is like. It's probably, actually, it's probably not very good. But I, I mean, think Schlenk kind of stole his job. Yeah, but yeah that's true. Schlenk, <laughs> Schlenk took his job. So, yeah. So, that we can rule out the Washington <laughs> Wizards, I guess, for Coach Bud. We heard a couple, a couple snippets of Trey's new podcast and everything. What did you think about what he's saying that Coach Quinn wants him to do? Not, I mean, more threes? I mean, they were, weren't they one of the lowest three-point shooters? Weren't they one of the lower teams in the league this year? When Nate in, was coaching, in yeah. Percentage, yes. Oh, right. Uh, I thought that was very interesting. Um, I think that's something Trey probably <laughs> is going to be excited about. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, again, when we talk about this relationship that Trey is developing with Coach Quinn and, and how it seems to be very, very positive so far, I mean, there's something that, that Trey is going to just absolutely love getting the green light to do that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> let's let's see. I mean, <laughs> that makes me. I'll be honest. It makes me nervous. Yeah, it makes me nervous. I don't know if the Hawks need to be cranking up more three pointers. Right. Um. However, as uh, currently constructed, as currently constructed, that's a great point. Yes, you're right. I mean, if you go out and you you pick up two or three wing players who are forty percent three point shooters, and you can expose some mismatches. Or maybe you acquire a you know a big who can get out to the three point line. Then then it's a different story. But if we're talking about the same group, mm-hmm. and I don't think it'll be the same group next year, they've got either. to make changes. They'd be insane if they didn't. 
Uh, but for Trey in particular, uh, okay. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe he's got a shot doctor and, and yeah. you know, it's something he's really going to work on this offseason. And quite frankly, if Quinn's taking telling him to take more threes, maybe it's something that Trey will really – Spend some time working. That's what he on. said. He said, This is what he wants me to work on all summer. Okay. Just jacking up jacking threes. Jacking up threes. Cool. I mean, that... Now, maybe that is a little bit of a tea leaf indicator, though, of some of the changes that are going to happen, which I think would be good. Like, or... it's a team that's built around a guy who can facilitate, but no one could shoot. Yeah. You probably want some shooters. Or it could be a bluff, and they could be playing all of us. Oh, right yeah. Now. Maybe maybe Quinn Snyder said, Trey, all right, Trey, first podcast out. Go tell yeah. him I told you to shoot a whole bunch of threes. I, w- I want you to lie to everyone <laughs> this... and throw up a smoke screen. <laughs> The influence, I know we got influence that Quinn's going to have in this offseason. 100%. Landry, I don't want this guy. I, I think he's running guy. the show. I think he's telling Landry to buy the groceries. Okay. I think this is Quinn's team. Here's the list. Go to yeah. the store. Yeah. Instacart, basically. Yeah. Just punch it in you there. Got a coupon. This is what I need. Yeah. Here's a Davis Burton's coupon. Enjoy the, enjoy the free weekend, Mike. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.